Hi, welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week is a man I uh, admire greatly within FCSI. We've had a lot of long conversations over the years, uh, some very deep and some not deep at all. But he's, <laughs> he's an incredible consultant and an even better husband and father. Please welcome to the show, owner and principal of Raytano Design Group, Mr. Scott Raytano. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, Wade. Thanks for having me, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. I've, I've been looking forward to this call for a while. Uh, when I saw you on the call sheet, I'm like, this is this is this will be fun. I knew that would be the case. So the whole show really is to get to know our members better, and um, and the best way to do that is going old school with the the old cliche question of you know, tell me about yourself a little bit. How did you get started as a food service consultant? And, and kind of what your specialties are within consulting uh, arena. Okay. Um, well, I got started like everybody else, Wade. I went to college to be a food service design consultant. <laughs> okay, that's truly yeah. not anybody's path no. to this, obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wade, I was, a, uh, I was a manufacturer's rep. In fact, I worked for Hobart right out of school, and then I had the privilege to um, work with my father for 13 years as a manufacturer's rep here in the Midwest. Um, in April of 04, uh, I looked at my wife, Lori, and I said, honey, I think you're pregnant, which was a surprise to both of us because we weren't supposed to be able to have children. And uh, sure enough, three days later, I'd gone on a trip and come back and she showed not one, not two, but three early pregnancy tests <laughs> that proved that I was actually right. Um, and um, my daughter, Mary Rose, was born on December 2nd of 04, my first day uh, with Ratana Design Group, we're actually food service consulting group at the time, um, was December 1st of 04. And so once I found out uh, that we were having a child at the time, I was the president of a, a six state rep, rep group uh, traveling quite frequently. Yeah. It just felt like it was time to be home a little bit more often. And my daughter's um, first three years of life, um, I was on the road or overnight, you know, literally less than five times. Oh, wow. Now that's grown since then, but so has she. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a path less traveled a little bit, but definitely for me and for my family and professionally been a, been a wonderful, wonderful journey. Nice. And so with Raytown Design Group, I know you guys do a lot of projects, but are there any special or specific type of genres yeah. or, or segments you guys like to focus on more? Yeah. Um, Wade, we speak a lot about being a regional force and a national voice. And we think there's a, in the Midwest, there's a significant amount of opportunities with architects and key end users across marketplaces. So, and some of this based on, on my team's expertise as well, of course, but uh, healthcare, higher ed, hospitality, corporate dining, those are all places we do a significant amount of work. Um, but beyond being a regional force, um, I always say, I want us to be a national voice. And the national voice for us is K through 12 or primary education, as we call it. Yeah. Um, Wade, you put me in a room with adults and kids. I am off playing with kids like the minute I get there. Um, and it really means the world to me that, that we can actually make a change uh, in their lives. You know, we talk a lot about enticing children to eat healthier, yeah. you know, not beating people over the head, but really. Um, wait, if you're 16 years old and you're obese, there's an 85% chance you're going to fight obesity the rest of your life. Yeah. One in six children are hungry in this world, but we or, or in this country, but we also have an obesity issue. Right. We can do something about that. If we can set people up for success by the physical space with which kids are presented the food and the right food cues and, and help operators think that kind of stuff through, 
then we have a chance to change lives and, and do good things. Nice, nice. When you get together with a new client and you've had your initial meeting and stuff, what what is your method of madness when it comes to starting that work? Are you a are you a sketch it out kind of guy? Are you straight to sure. computer design kind of guy? Or you know, and yep. are you color codes? I mean, what is your method of madness? <laughs> um, first and foremost, as you can imagine, the initial meeting is a listening and be laughing. Yeah. Um, if we can get on board and we can ask them into the design process and understand um, where they're coming from, we speak in terms of uh, context, benchmarking, and trends. And, and so context says, man, we want to know more about your community or, or my favorite question, what role does food play in your facility yeah. or in your environment? Um, we want to start there. The benchmarking says, hey, we need to feed X amount of folks over X amount of time. There's logistics and how much square footage do we need to do that? Um, and there's always the reminder that we don't live in a world uh, that's wide open, like square footage and budget restrictions are gonna play a part in this. Yeah. Uh, and then the trends piece of it, we try to tell people like in a, in a primary ed setting or K-12 setting, Wade, when I talk about trends, I'm not talking about, oh, what are other schools doing? Yeah. That's a little bit of it, but mostly it's about where are our children eating when they're not with us? And that plays over into all the other concepts we play into as well. But we want to establish some of those types of parameters first. Um, now, I think it might be a loaded question when you ask me if I start <laughs> with sketching or Revit or I, I'm, they, I would break something, Wade, if they let me do any of that stuff. Um, and, and so I certainly can walk through concepts and I certainly know when things look or don't feel right. Uh, my favorite phrase is follow the food. We should be able to, in the back of the house, understand that. Um, and we want to entice folks to eat healthy on, on the other side. What does that look like? Um, but I'm doing zero amount of drawing, sketching. Uh, I'm really good at smiley faces and stick people. <laughs> Those are my two real specialties, Wade. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, diving a little deeper into that, uh, you know, with, yeah. with what we've experienced over the last year with this pandemic in school, I know that um, schools are a throughout the United States are a big area of where, unfortunately, a lot of our children get their meals from on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. What are some yep. creative things you've seen K through 12 schools being able to do to get those meals to those children that weren't attending in person? You know, it's, um, it's been a, a fun thing to watch people that I already knew were heroes and people that I already knew were rock stars every single day, getting some of that recognition uh, on the practical side. I hope communities continue to think about using schools as a food resource. I mean, think about how often like food service equipment that ended up at a school thinks it's on like food service vacation. You know, oh, use me four hours a day, 185 days a year. Are you kidding me? There's more to be done out of these facilities as our communities need that done. Um, anything from, man, people have put food on buses and run the bus route to make sure kids got food. Um, people are, are sending food home. Sometimes it was every day. Then they realize that maybe it's once a week because we got to get these kids and their families over the weekend. And that's the other thing that makes me smile is nobody's worrying about who's eating the food on the other side. If you got to feed your family and this is the best way we can make that happen. Yeah. Um, not once out of all the food service directors that I've spoken to, Wade, have I heard any uh, complaining or moaning or, or anything along those lines. It's like, yeah, we're in. What do we need to do? How do we help our community? Um, yeah. and, and their teams have been right in the middle of that with them. So That's... for me to watch, quote unquote, the lunch ladies 
um, get some recognition. It's been really, really cool. That's, They're amazing. I, I completely agree. And, and living in a rural area that I live in, I've seen that same instance. And I, I love the idea of the bus route. Um, I don't know that I've heard of that one before, but to send the schools out or the school food out on bus route yep. makes a lot of sense. You're taking it right to their area, whether it's that's a it. bus stop or to the house directly, one or the other. Um, that's and a you're building idea. a team, not just our school food service folks, but okay, what are bus drivers doing during a quarantine or yeah. pandemic? And how do we keep them employed and, yeah. and keep moving and motivated? And, and wait, everybody needs the purpose in life, man. Exactly. And, and, you know, that's taking care of others is a big part of that. Absolutely. I was going to say that, that, you know, that bus driver and that, that food service director and those cooks and chefs that are in those uh, kitchen yep. facilities, they get that it, when we're going through something that is a little rough on everyone, it gives you that sense of pride that you're making a difference. And that, yep, that sense of absolutely. pride is what we all need to make us feel Great. better about man, not agreed. only ourselves, but about this world that we're in right now, too. That's it. So who who would you say is your greatest influence in your career? Man, <laughs> my uh, my dad passed away in August of, of um, last year, 2020. Sorry. And uh, thank you. Uh, the best part of that is, is Wade, for me, I know exactly where my dad is. I know that I'll see him again. Yeah. Uh, and my dad had Parkinson's for the last 25 years. Uh, but in the midst of that, to watch even how he walked through the last season of his life is amazing. Yeah. You know, I had the, the privilege of working with him for 13 years, which we're Italian. The volume got a little loud sometimes. And I, <laughs> and I was definitely held to a higher standard, which I appreciated so right. greatly. Um, and I enjoyed that. And, and then for the opportunity, my dad and my stepmom lived with us um, for the last decade of my dad's life, part of the year, part of the year in South Carolina, part of the year with us. Um, and so, the privilege of walking through that season with him was amazing. Uh, and he would say things like, uh, Scotty, I just wish I could help you more in your business. And I would just smile at him and say, Dad, I take you to work with me every day. Yeah. And Wade, the lessons learned from that relationship uh, and how he and his partner, Jack Kappas, ran their business yeah. has certainly and definitely not just boiled over into my business, but been a real rock, stone or rock cornerstone kind of thing for how we do things yeah. as well. That's fantastic. You know, it's very interesting to me um, in, in doing these interviews over the and getting to know a lot of consultants over the years. How many members got their start by working with their fathers? Yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty uh, remarkable for one little part of our industry. Um, and what those what those relationships meant to the individuals, too, like we all know you know, we, what our relationships are like with our fathers at times. We all butt heads once in a while. Yep. And you're, yep. you're right. If you're a couple of Italians in there, I'm sure there was some <laughs> raised voices at times. But when it's all said and done, there's so much respect between a father and a son. Oh, yeah. And and you see that with all of these interviews that I've been able to do to see what it meant to the people that got to work with them one to one, one on one or one together every single day. Wait, the other lesson in that that we don't want to miss is the fact that our children are watching us. Yes. You know, never mind what we say. It's who are we and what do we do day in and day out? Um, and, and you can affect their lives. And, and for those of us leading organizations, we can affect the lives of the people we work with and their families as well. Yes. It's worth paying attention to for sure, man. Completely agree. Um, you know, speaking of children, what's one piece of advice you give to anyone thinking of becoming a food service consultant? <laughs> don't, don't would be the first thing, of course. <laughs> you knew that was coming, right? I did. Yeah. First dude to say that. Come on. 
<laughs> um, beyond that, wait, and, and one of the things my dad said, he'd shake his head and go, oh, I feel bad for the other consultants that you're competing with because they just let a sales guy into the business. <laughs> and, and, and my dad, that's not a used car sales guy, I hope. Right. No offense to used car sales guys, but it's um, take care of people. Like yeah. that would be my advice is it's about relationships, which our industry as a whole certainly yeah. focuses on. And I love that about it. But for us, man, I, you, you have to build trust that not only, hey, look, we know what we're doing, but hey, we're listening. Yeah. And hey, um, wait, this might be the, I don't know, 20th elementary school or, or small hospital that we've done this year or what have you. That's fine. But for that food service director, for that administration, for that community, it's the only one we're doing. Right. And, and so to understand what their needs are and to truly invite them into the design process, um, I think gives them a sense of comfort. It gives us a sense that we're serving people. Um, but at the end of the day, take care of people, take care of people, take care of people. Switching to a little bit more of a personal question for you, because we've known each other for a long time. You're very open with your about your relationship with God. What does that relationship hmm. mean to you? Everything. Way to everything. You know, we, we walk through as a country, whether it's quarantine and a pandemic or social injustice being addressed or, man, you're either red or blue. And somewhere along the line, we lost the fact that people have depth and might have conversations or things that are important to them on all those sides. Um, so... I think out of Scott Rotano, and I don't often refer to myself in the third person, I think what you're going to find is that, wait, I can't put that on the back burner. That's who I am. That's what I'm about. And it should, it should permeate everything else we're doing in life. Or for me, it should permeate everything else I'm doing in life. And so um, if that is something that someone would not want to work with us uh, based on the fact that, that that's my cornerstone or that's who I am then they have every right not to do that. Right. If if that helps that you know that's in the background, that's great. But I yeah. can promise you this. Um, we have two principles in our organization. We're Christ-centered and we're client-focused. You're nice. not going to find the uh, Christian fist on our business card. To me, that just means I do really bad home service. And then you just have to accept it because I'm a handyman. And hey, look at my Christian fist. Yeah. No offense to those guys. Um, but it does mean that principles, like we're not going to forget that. We're not going to forget the concept of grace and, and taking care of one another in that aspect as well. Yeah. Um, and I think those go hand in hand. Nice. So that's who we are. That's who I am. Well said. Well said, my friend. That's about all the questions I've got today for you, Scott. Uh, before I get going, though, I do like to kind of lighten the mood a little bit with a little bit of fun to end these interviews. So I've got a little bit of a speed round for you that I think you're going to love. <sighs> oh, gosh. And so tell me the first thing that comes to mind when I say the following words or phrases. All right. Okay. I'm ready. All yep. Right. What do you think of when I say scope creep? Life. <laughs> RFP. Shouldn't be my problem, but apparently it is. <laughs> Holding spec. Good luck with that. <laughs> Favorite cocktail. Uh, Moscow mule. That's a good one. <laughs> Cook in or order takeout. Cook in with my family. Favorite curse word? I think the most flexible one is the F-bomb. I try to stay away from it. Perfect. Favorite junk food? Ice cream, if that's considered a junk food. I think oh, it's yeah. its own food group, to be honest. <laughs> I agree. Which flavors, though? <laughs> anything with a chip in it, man. Anything Probably mocha chip. chip at the top, but throw a chip in anything. All right. Potato chips as well? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'd try it, brother. I, I would, too. <laughs> Favorite type of music? Uh, faith-based Christian music. Nice. Texting on the phone or talking on the phone? 
Oh, man, I hate to admit I'm leaning towards texting these days. It's a little scary. Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Double dipping in food, yes or no? If you're with family, absolutely. Cake or pie? Pie. Toilet paper, over the roll or under the roll? Over the roll, and people with under the roll should have their head examined. (laughs) Just saying, like, what's wrong with you? Put the seat down, too, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) And the last one I've got for you, then, is FCSI. What a an awesome place to call home nice nice well scott thanks so much again for this tell me how can people find out more about you ritanodesigngroup.com um we're pretty proud of our website we had a great partner in fuse putting it together uh launched it uh, a year ago july so nice. july of 2019 really excited that it tells our story so nice. if you really truly want to know more about us i, I think you'll find it there Uh, and a good place to go. Perfect. Well, again, Scott, thank you so much for joining us. It's it's great seeing you and talking to you again and, and all the best. You too, brother. Thank you very, very much, Wade. Take care. Well, that wraps up another edition of On Tap by FCSI The Americas. If you enjoyed today's episode, please help us out. Share it, like it, subscribe to the channel. Check back next week when we interview another FCSI member consultant. Until then, cheers.